What's up, everyone? Welcome to St. Phil Sports History for November 27th, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. It's a victory Monday, and what a victory it was, 37-34. And honestly, I, I'll do my normal. I'll break the game down more tomorrow, but just some of my initial reactions. It's just, no matter what, whenever you think this team is done, they just, you can never count them out no matter what. Um, and just looking back, like I was taking notes at the game and my phone just throughout just certain things I wanted to talk about and look at. And I mean, at one point I wrote F the Kelly Green jerseys. I still have PTSD from when I was a kid. They should never wear these again. Uh, I was saying the offense was broken. Uh, like why? But again, why were they running quarterback draws with time on the clock? basically setting up a field goal to send it in overtime. It just did not make any sense to me. Um, luckily, uh, it, I mean, Jake Elliott came through with a ridiculous field goal in the rain that he had no business making. Um, but again, like why – we'll get more into that tomorrow. I just kind of initial reactions and thoughts right now. Um but then once it went into overtime, I was like, there's no doubt. And so it was like the typical ebbs and flows and rise of uh, being an Eagles fan. Like, they suck. They're horrible. Uh, and then they're going to win. And, like, I knew after they held them to a field goal in overtime, there was no doubt in my mind that they were going to go down and score a touchdown. I don't know what, what it was. And I think we all knew and had that confidence that this game was not going to end in a tie. Um and that was the last thing we put. I was going to put bring up Donovan McNabb if it ended in a tie. Luckily, it did not end in a tie, and we Donovan is safe for for this week. Um, but I, I feel like you can just never count them out. They're a lot like the Phillies last year, where you, you can't turn it off no matter what the score is, no matter how bad they're playing. They just they they pull it out. Um, I mean, Jalen Hurts is the man. Uh, 100% just, um, I, I think he's playing at a ridiculous level. Um, I think he's hampered a lot by the play calling. And again, I'll get more into the full breakdown tomorrow as I have time to sort of process and, and go through. Um, but you saw what happened when they started running the ball. It opened things up. And you could tell he's a little bit healthier now because now he adds that added dimension of his threat to run. Um, but I, I mean, I just feel like he's everything we wished uh, and hope that Donovan would be, and just, I mean, you, there was no doubt in my mind that they were going to score a touchdown and win that game after they held Buffalo to a field goal. Uh, defensively, yes, they gave up a lot of points. Uh, there are some things they, they, could, they could work on, uh, but Buffalo is not a terrible offense. I mean, Josh Allen is a very good quarterback. Uh, Stephon Diggs is a very good receiver. I don't know how we were letting Gabriel Davis kill us and it's one of those things where we talk a lot about fantasy versus reality where i have stefan Diggs on my team so if a receiver is going to tear us up i'd rather it be him than than gabe davis uh but they have like a, that bend but don't break mentality uh very similar to the jimmy johnson defenses um so i mean at the end of the day you come out with a win you're 10 and 1 um we're now three three and oh in this gauntlet of our schedule um, I, I look for them to really have the one game at a one game at a time mentality. Um, they look like early line where San Francisco were uh, one and a half point favorites. Um, they're gonna get that that underdog mentality back hopefully, um, and just I mean taking it one game at a time. 
I, I just it, it, it's a good way to look at it because now we're three and zero in this gauntlet of six games. Uh, they're not going to go undefeated at all six, but they've beat the Cowboys, they beat the Chiefs, they beat the Bills. All games that beginning of the season said they potentially could have lost. So here we are. Worst case, we're going three and three. I'll take it, and I, I mean it would not shock me in the least for them to go five and one or four and two in this in this stretch of games. Um, but again, more on the the breakdown and kind of looking as I have time to like a DVR it, so I want to watch and see some things I may have missed. Um, Lane not being in uh, definitely. I think played a bigger role into the first half because uh, apparently they had to switch the game plan on the fly. Um, so I, I want to look into and read up and, and look into more of that. But I will have more on this game tomorrow. But overall, good win. We will take it. It's a fun win. Uh, it was the first time I, that I can remember I've ever been part of a walk-off in overtime that we walked it off like yes i've been there for game winning field goals i've seen plaxico burris come back and beat us in overtime um but i don't know if i've ever seen the eagles walk off a touchdown in overtime like that um usually it's it's kicking the field goal to to get the win um obviously they changed the uh the overtime rules uh in the time i've had tickets but uh, I think it was the first time I've been a part of a walk-off. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, it was rainy, pouring. We were soaked walking to the subway, but it was well worth it. Um, just a couple notes for the in-game experience, and I don't know what they show on TV, um, but the new thing they're doing with the lights after touchdowns and things like that, I love. Um, it, it's just something new added wrinkle, and I, I love it. The fact that it was the... the um, the, the Kelly Green game, and they were playing a lot of 90s music and, and different things like that, 80s and 90s music in the uh, in between plays and things like that. They got to do more of that. That was fun. Uh, it was really, really fun to just go back and, and hear some of those songs playing. Um, the fact that they came out to Mama Said Knock You Out, uh, I would put that hands down up there over any of the heavy metal songs they come. I would love to see them come out to that more often. Like, that was... It was pretty incredible, and and I mean I'm partial to that because that was my hype up song when I played baseball uh, when I was a kid. But like man, that was just just the the A plus for the atmosphere for the Eagles yesterday. Um, congrats to Brandon Graham for finally breaking the all time games played record. Uh, it was pretty cool to see that. I was finally able to get my Brandon Graham uh, Kelly Green jersey at the pro shop after the game. So I'm pumped about that forgotten we got an eagle season ticket holder discount too so that's always good um, and finally last thing on the the actual experience of the game uh i finally got and, and see what people say when they talk about the typical stereotypical eagle fan so there was a girl sitting in front of me actually it looked like she was an older lady um probably older than me or around my age but hammered absolutely hammered and just f trying to fight every bills fan that walked up the steps and like to their credit they the, a couple of them argued back but they let her go but man like i saw it firsthand the epitome of the eagles fan stereotype and this had nothing to do with where she was from even though we nailed where she was from um had nothing to do with that just the tip stereotypical eagle fan behavior and we we're just like man 
Like, I, you got it. And like, at one point, I, I turned, my wife went to the game. I turned to her. I was like, I hope she either falls down the steps or gets punched in the face by one of these Bills fans. Like, that's how bad it was. Um, so if I was ever that fan to you ever over the years, I apologize because, man, she was annoying. Uh, but that's sort of the recap of the game experience. I'll have more on the actual X's and O's tomorrow. But, man, she was annoying. You know what's not annoying? And we were st- I just talked about them coming out to uh, Mama Said Knock You Out instead of uh, a heavy metal song. Philly Goats got you covered. They do have the heavy metal shirt angle, it, if that's your, your cup of tea. They just came out with yesterday the Green Sabbath shirt, a play on Black Sabbath. Phenomenal. I mean, keep the Sundays holy. Come on. you got to go to phillygoat.com. Do some Christmas shopping. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery, 10% off. I mean, they have hoodies, T-shirts, hats. Uh, it's a great place for everyone in the family, even grandma. Get her something. She'll love it. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery, 10% off or 10% off your order, but you won't be disappointed. Go check out the Green Sabbath. Uh, they have the ugly sweater, sweatshirts. going to be ordering mine this week. Uh, just... Phenomenal. Uh, you have till December 10th to order and to get it in time for Christmas, but don't wait. Order now. Uh, don't take any chances. Go to phillygoat.com. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off of your order. All right. Sixers in action tonight against the Lakers. Always fun when LeBron comes to town. Uh, hopefully, it's one of those games that I, I didn't check to see the listings, but hopefully, it's a TNT and an ESPN game that they have to play. LeBron and Embiid, um, just always good to see see LeBron um, come in. Flyers are off today. They are uh, in action tomorrow against Carolina. We do have some Phillies news. Um, apparently, they're still being linked, and there's rumors about Yoshinobu Yamamoto, uh, the, the great pitcher from Japan. Uh, his camp said they're going to make an announcement next week, uh, meet with teams, and let everyone know what uh, – his decision is um so if the phillies are in the running they'll we'll know more about whether they're going to get him next week um i know that the uh, it seemed like they weren't going to make a move after signing nola but you never know with uh the front office so more on that as the story comes all right, today we're going to go back to 2014, and on this day, November 27, 2014, the 8-3 Eagles took on the 8-3 Cowboys on Thanksgiving down in Dallas, and it was the Eagles winning 33-10 in a game they just dominated. Mark Sanchez had 217 yards and a touchdown. Jeremy Macklin, 10 catches for 108 yards. LaShawn McCoy, 25 rushes, 159 yards and a touchdown. Why Chip Kelly got rid of him and let Jeremy Macklin walk, I will never know. Uh, they were just dominant with Mark Sanchez as your quarterback. No offense to Mark Sanchez, but it's Mark Sanchez. Uh, the rest of that season didn't play out too well for them, though. They went 1-3 and three over the rest of the their last four games, missing the playoffs despite having a 10-6 and six record. And as we know, that offseason was when Chip Kelly completely dismantled the team, trading Nick Foles, LaShawn McCoy, and not re-signing Jeremy Macklin and it's just I mean what could have been and I kind of look at this as the turning point of Nick Foles's career um, because I often wonder had he stayed in Philadelphia the entire time would his career trajectory have been different 
Um, I mean, I know he would have had uh, he wouldn't have had the experience out in Kansas City uh, or L.A., uh, but would he have kind of developed into kind of the Eagles thing, and then would it have changed the outcome of whether or not they won the Super Bowl? And that is today's question of the day. Would Nick Foles' career have looked different had Chip Kelly not traded him to the Rams? Let me know. Hit me up on social media, Jimbo underscore Mont on Twitter, and TikTok at Philly Jimbo on Instagram. Hit me up on Facebook. Leave a comment wherever you're watching this. Um, but let me know. Would Nick Foles' career had been different, and would it have played out differently if Chip Kelly never traded him away? All right, but on this day, back in 2014, the Eagles beat the Cowboys 33-10 in Dallas on Thanksgiving to take over sole possession of first place in the NFC East, which they would quickly give up, only winning one of their next four games uh, to end the season, 10-6, and and missing the playoffs. All right, I mentioned Philly Goat. Don't forget about Car Can. It's a great gift for the office. Um, Like I said, somebody like my dad would love a Car Can. Go check them out. And they have the car can. They have other ways to organize and, and keep your car clean and neat. So go check them out. Use the promo Jim Montgomery 20 off. That's Jim Montgomery 20 off for 20% off your order. Order now so you get it in time for, for the holidays. Uh, supplies were limited last I saw, but last time I saw that, they were able to get some more in. So go check them out. Promo code Jim Montgomery 20 off for 20% off of your order. All right, continuing our Philadelphia sports most disappointing athletes. Today, it is Jerome McDougal. drafted number 15 in the 2003 draft. Lots of hype coming in, but also lots of injuries. He was being compared to Jerome Brown. Uh, He was almost as hyped up as what Jalen Carter has been. Maybe not quite to that level, but when they drafted him, that was sort of the expectation. But back to the injuries, I mean, he hurt his knee, ankle, and hip uh, in his first preseason game in his rookie year. Then he had an irregular heartbeat, hurt his knee again. He was shot. Uh, Then he finally tore his triceps before being released. Uh, He did kind of play a couple seasons. I think he went to the Giants um, at one point. Uh, But probably most notable, he's known for being the guy that got shot um, during a, I think it was a, I forget whether it was a robbery or a carjacking. Um, but the other thing he's known for is the 30 yards of penalty on the game-winning drive that Tampa Bay had in a game back in 2006. That was the game that the Eagles tied it. Uh, the defense was holding him. He grabbed the face mask, got pissed off, kicked the umpire or the referee's flag, uh, and then they ended up losing on a 62-yard field goal. Um, so. Jerome McDougal, not much to say. Uh, just, again, lots of hype. Zero real impact on the... Every time they thought they were going to count on him, he would get injured or something crazy would happen. Um, so he just, again, never lived up to the hype. Number 15 overall pick. Not too far off from Derek Barnett, except for Derek Barnett did actually contribute somewhat on the field at some point in his career. But today's Philly sports most disappointing athlete, Jerome McDougal, number 15 overall in the 2003 draft. Better known for his injuries and bonehead plays on the field than actually making legitimate contributions. Um, ah, Jerome McDougal was such... Ah, I remember being so hyped for him. Oh, well. 
All right. On this day, back in 2014, Eagles beat the Cowboys 33 to 10 on Thanksgiving. Sixers versus Lakers tonight. Going to recap and break down the Eagles' win to, uh, today. Be ready to break down and give some thoughts tomorrow as we look ahead for the 49ers. Remember, no new Back to the Future from last week. There probably will be a new one this week. i got to work on the schedule and everything today, so stay tuned for that. <coughs> then the streak continues with the cough. I almost had it. Um, but be sure to check out the archives of Back to the Future. It's Back to the Future with a PH, wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, for December, we're doing the, the reverse Advent Calendar food drive as well as the Advent Calendar of Philly Sports for you, so stay tuned for that. But let's relish in this victory. Eagles fans, we are 10-1. and one. Let's enjoy it. Bring on the Niners. More on the Bills game and turning the page tomorrow. Go have yourselves a Monday. This has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.